Good afternoon. This is Jeff Thomas, and I would like to welcome each of you to another edition of Words from the Word of God. Today, I want to jump into right into the message and to the scriptures today, and let's let the word, the word of the Lord speak to our hearts. And I pray that this will be the encouragement and blessing it has been to me. I want us to turn to Hebrews chapter six, verse, and we'll be reading verse thirteen down through verse twenty. Uh, again, that's Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 through 20. If you want to pause it and read along with us for the message, but we'll go ahead and read. And the word of God tells us, For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, this is speaking of Abraham, he obtained the promise, for men rarely swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto, and I want to concentrate today on this phrase, to show unto the heirs of promise, the immutability of his counsel confirmed by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible or which it was impossible for God to lie we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast and which entereth into that within the veil whither the forerunner is for us entered even jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. the author of hebrews is referring to us referring back us back to a promise god made to abraham and i will read it quickly and this is in genesis found in genesis chapter 22 verses 15 through 18 and this is to give you the context of scripture here Abraham, at the command of God, had taken Isaac up and offered him as a sacrifice. And, and of course, we know that the angel of the Lord stopped him and he spoke to him and he spoke to him two times. And this is the second time the angel of the Lord spoke to him. He said, and the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Listen closely here. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Then we want to turn back over to Hebrews here and concentrate on the heirs of promise. This promise that God made to Abraham, we know, of course, was given to Abraham and his descendants, the children of Israel. But there's something else that we need to understand and which is confirmed in Scripture. And it says it right here, the heirs of promise. We are the heirs of that promise as well as the apostle paul uh wrote or writes to the church in galatia in his epistle there god tells us there in galatians three twenty nine says and if ye be in christ 
then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. We are Abraham's spiritual seed. You say, well, I don't understand that. Well, sometimes it's just not meant for our little finite minds to understand all the wonderful and remarkable riches that we have from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. But we need to understand, I want you to understand two things today about the being the heirs of promise. You see, the promise is so great because of where the promise comes from. In a day where we live in, in this nation especially, it is hard to take anybody at their word. It is hard to trust anybody, even when they give you a promise. But I want you to understand something today. God is telling us here in his word that he has given us a promise that our salvation in and through Christ is guaranteed. Number one, by his promise. And number two, greater and more precious to me, not only his promise, but his oath. He has sworn it upon himself that it would be so, that it is guaranteed. His promise is guaranteed because it's based and sworn by him upon himself. You know, when we are in court, I don't know if you've ever testified in court, but you're asked to place your hand on the Bible, or used to be, and say, so help me God. And that's referring to you telling the truth. Well, that's the lesser swearing to the greater. God could find no greater than himself, so he swore upon himself to you and I, the heirs of promise. And not only that, but I want to show you something here. Wherein God willing more abundantly, that means more than we could ever take in, to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath. His counsel, his purpose. What is God's purpose for mankind? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is a promise. And right here he's telling you, that is his counsel, that is his purpose, that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance, and that all that believe in his Son by faith would be saved. He has, he has given us that promise. It is sure as anything that we could ever believe. Because it tells us right here in verse 18 of Hebrews chapter 6, by two immutable things, God's promise and his oath, in which it is impossible for God to lie. God is telling you that he will never, never go back on his promise or his oath that our salvation is secure. When he says you are the inheritors of this promise that I made to Abraham and you are his spiritual seed in Christ Jesus my son, I promise that your salvation is secure. We spoke of it in our last podcast. Jesus is the anchor of our soul. He has entered in as our forerunner that we might follow him in. He has made the way that we might follow him in to glory one day where he is seated on the right hand on his throne at the right hand of the Father. Oh, he is our high priest. He's our eternal high priest. But what does it tell us we should do knowing this? That, that, God, that God's promise has been made and that he has sworn it by himself. And I want to look at the word immutability. Because the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things. That word is translated simply unchangeable. 
so we can read it as such. Heirs of promise, the unchangeability of his purpose confirmed it by an oath that by two unchangeable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have what? Strong consolation, strong encouragement. But he tells us what you must do to have this blessed promise and hope. We, and he says, who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us? Oh, you must run to the cross. You must run to the feet of Jesus. You must accept him by faith. You must flee for that refuge, that eternal secure place in him where you can have your soul anchored in heaven, the forerunner who has made the way for you to be there, Jesus Christ our Lord, to lay hold, to lay fast hold upon, to grab and not turn loose by faith of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, which hope we have is an anchor for the soul, both sure and steadfast. <laughs> I tell you, my friend, today that's more encouragement to me that I am an heir, an heir of the promise of God, that my salvation is secured. Hey, I don't know about you, but that's a blessing because you know that word hope right there, the hope, Jesus Christ. Paul told us in 1 Timothy, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God and, and our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. This hope is defined as a joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. That is the the, uh, excuse me, the strong consolation that we have that God has promised us that in his son we are the spiritual seed of Abraham and that that promise that he made to Abraham that so many years ago as his Abraham's spiritual seed comes to us today and it is his promise and it is by his oath and that in both of those is unchangeable therefore he cannot lie. God is the same today as he was yesterday and will be forevermore. When God said all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in Abraham, his seed, he meant you and I as he looked down through the portals of time and knew that he would have to send his son to die, that we might have somewhere a refuge to flee to and be able to have a hope that we can lay hold upon and grasp and hold on to and never turn loose of because he's never ever going to turn loose of us once we've accepted him by faith as our Lord and Savior. Our, as the heir of promise, you and I are saved forevermore and eternal. Amen. I pray this has been a blessing to you and an encouragement. And I, I look forward to speaking, you with, speaking to you again soon. God bless.